ass. I had a tuna sandwich, <laughs> and it was fine. Okay. Lassens, so it's like very healthy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have a sip of coffee because I'm sick. I still have a cold. <laughs> um, and you have your water yeah, accessible to you. Okay. I'm, yeah. You're Not ready to go. That. Not going to happen. You're such I a profesh. That's all screeners. Please spill on those. I don't want to watch any of those. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to Service from Hell, a podcast featuring people that are currently in customer service positions or the lucky few that got out and all the good, bad, and infinitely irritating things that go along with that work. I'm actor and writer Kate Gaffney, and I'm uniquely qualified to discuss this as I currently work at a very busy and very popular comedy club in Los Angeles. And at least one of you listening right now has probably grabbed me and told me that you were ready to order when I was running around like a crazy person. I'm still sick and I sound like shit. I'm sorry. So let's eat. I'd like to welcome our guest, Rob Van Gelpen. Originally from Danville, California, Rob is an actor, writer, and edit- editor and avid golfer who is running things out in LA. Rob graduated with a BFA in theater from Southern Methodist University in Dallas, Texas. He then came out to LA and has been booking work ever since. Most recently, he was in the 2018 release of For Jennifer. Rob is also co-author of the song Two Drink Minimum, written to express artistically the rules of the comedy club where he works. I better know Rob from having him throw water bottles and beer caps at me from behind the bar and telling me to shut up. Rob, we want to know. Tell us more. Hello. Hi. Hi, Rob. How are you? I'm good. So you are, you're an actor first. Is that how you would identify? I think so. Unless you're speaking financially. Yes, I'm an actor first. <laughs> Wait, how would you financially identify? <laughs> Bartender. Oh, okay. So you mean for like your, mo- your main street? Right. That's account. what, you know. Pays your bills right now. All the way. All the way. All the bills. But you, you go out on auditions a lot, Rob. You're being a little humble right now. Uh, not as much recently and all commercially, which is like devastating to an actor to just do commercial auditions <laughs> where you're like don't worry about lines don't worry about character you know just, just show, show up. up yeah <laughs> oh it's it is yeah it's specific but that pay i mean a lot of people are doing commercials that used to be like it used to be a faux pas but now it's kind of like people are getting it a little bit more i mean at, for performance it's awful but it, the ego it, part of it we're like yeah we gotta pay rent though well, it's like i want to do stuff yeah and commercials don't pay as much as they used to so it's not like that sucks Hardcore. the golden era so what is what would be your goal as an actor? I think just to book theatrically enough to replace my bar income because I really don't care about making too much more money than I'm making ultimately. I just yeah. would prefer to not be in the service industry. industry. Yeah. So your ideal would be to quit completely. I mean, yeah, ultimately, yeah, but good for you. What would it take? Like what what would be your like if you booked 3 commercials in a row, would no, you just No, way. no, no way. Right? No way. Yeah, yeah, it's not consistent enough. Yeah, it's not enough money. It's so like, what if you booked 3 feature films in a year, would you quit? Depending on the level of that film. Exactly. It's all it's all the money in the bank for me and it's like I have to average out a good salary for like the previous 10 years before I would feel comfortable. So I'd have to save a huge sum of money to feel comfortable quitting. This is what everyone doesn't I feel like doesn't understand. It's like it's not like you book your first film and then you're like, "Yeah, die in a fire everybody. I'm fucking out." It's like you do actually have to put everything in order. Jessica Chastain has a great quote about that where they were like, after she booked three huge films in a row, they were like, what's different now? And she's like, I bought a washer and dryer. She's like, literally nothing is different. <laughs> she's like, I'm too scared. What'd yeah. Well, I mean, if you, I think if you go long enough without working or making any substantial money, you're like, I'm not going to give up yeah, income. No, of course not. Of course not. Okay. So what, so what made you pick um, Southern Methodist? My high school acting, my second high school acting teacher after my first teacher was um, moved. Okay. 
possibly for suspicious behavior with students. Ooh, I don't know. Really? I feel like there's a scandal that I've forgotten. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't okay. thought about this for so long. Okay. But I feel like there was a scandal. But required high school class, one theater or art, whatever, took it, was with this old teacher. He was amazing and hilarious, but, like, not great with acting, maybe. And then a new teacher came in and was like, this is a serious program. Like, don't mess around in here. We're going to learn how to act. Like, I, I, I learned all the stuff I learned my freshman year of BFA. I had already covered pretty much with him. What a gift. Yeah, he was awesome. And he couldn't get into SMU. Or didn't get in, like, repeatedly trying when he was younger. And he ended up at, like, Yale. Like, so he was very talented. Holy shit. And just, uh, so when I got in, he's like, well, you're gone. So you had applied because he was like, hey, this the is a great reason. theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have a great theater program. Very good at the time. Yeah. Still very good, I would imagine. Yeah. Do you feel like you learned? I mean, you said the first year was kind of a wash because you knew it, but do you No, feel but like- it's still like you're diving so much deeper into it. You know, it's like, if you're not getting introduced to it, you get to revisit it. And it's even better because you're like, oh, yeah, I remember the lessons I learned and you can learn new lessons then. Do you feel like you were classically trained? Would you say that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. My whole senior year was Shakespeare. Oh. And it's like a very intense intense program. It's not, it's like. What was your favorite Shakespearean anything that you did? Uh, I feel like I had such a good audition for, oh, I can't even remember. I didn't get the role, but when they described some, like the next day in class, the teacher was like, oh, this person had a really good audition. This is what they did. And I was like, those are my choices. And he was like, somebody else and i was like no no you're misremembering i know those were my choices like there's no way um i can't remember it's okay but uh, i just love the study you know what i mean like when you're studying with a teacher who really understands the nuances of the language and everything and like you're expected to be at that level or at least try to it's you're like oh this is actually pretty fun yeah so you get the bfa then Mm -hmm. you do you immediately move to los angeles i go home for a few months danville Danville, okay. hanging out. Can you know you can't go home for too long after college? Ew. I feel like too many no. adults in the house, right? Yeah. So you gotta Facts. go, gotta go, gotta go. So I visited down here a few times, trying to find a job, staying with friends from SMU who had already moved out here a previous year or the year before that, and I uh, got a fresh hot job at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, about oh. to open on Universal City Walk. Oh God, my first LA customer service job was in City Walk. Oh, that's oh, crazy! Wow, it's the worst. It's the worst. Uh-huh. It's actually the worst. Okay, so um, I remember you telling me a few things about this, but did you? So you, we're gonna, we'll dive deeper in a second. So you started at the worst company, but mm-hmm. you're, are you auditioning throughout that whole time? So at that time, like I moved here, and it was like I like casting and Actors Access. You know, there weren't casting for tier wasn't a thing. Or as, like, maybe it was the thing, it was very small. But, like, you'd submit, and I'd go on auditions, and I was like, oh, I booked a web series, and it was paying, like, $100 a day, and they were filming, like, three days a week. And I was like, well, this is pretty sweet. That is pretty sweet. This actually. is easy, you know? And I was like... <laughs> Being so, an actor, super And easy. then, like, after, like, a year of that, you're like, all right, maybe I can do something better, you know? Maybe I don't yeah. need to do and start looking for other things, and then, like, you do nothing, and you're like, oh... oh. But in the beginning, it was like, no, yeah, oh, it's so easy to just get stuff that pays a little bit and like sure. get stuff for your real. This is going to be great. Mm-hmm. And you don't care as much because the stakes aren't as high. You're like, I just need content. Yeah. And you're like, everything is Fun. fresh and new yeah. and you don't care. And then you come to realize that it's all going to look questionable quality. You're like, yeah. oh, can't use that. I guess that's not good for my real necessarily. <laughs> Waste of that time. Okay. So you're, so how long do you stay in, so you're working customer service at Bubblegum Shrimp. Do you stay there for a while throughout this whole time? So I become a server trainer at Bubblegum Shrimp okay. almost immediately because there's a new staff. So you have a chance to really rise in the ranks. Oh boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh boy. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> and I had a really solid Buca de Beppo base level from Dallas. Sure. Of course. So I was really okay. trained at the corporate. Corporate level. Woo! Corporate restaurants, baby. So about six or eight months, I think I stayed there and I had Started to work at McCormick and Schmick's at the end. Oh, wow. Because it was like, this Bubba Gum's a little tiresome. There's Forrest Gump trivia. There's flipping of... Uh, Like, they can get your attention by flipping the license plates. Red to blue, red to blue, like a Brazilian steakhouse, but, you know, 
Wait, 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 wait. You're the, okay. This we're jumping ahead a little bit, but like Sorry. I have to know. You didn't know. I just I have to know this. That would be how the customer would get you to come over to their table. So yeah, not there to any table. It's like if you pass a table that has a red license plate die. exposed, you're supposed to stop and find out what's going on and help them, right? So like, if you go to Bubba Gump, you can watch servers like actively avoid trails that lead to red signs. You know what I mean? Like it's. You're like, no way. <laughs> like, I see red. But it's loud. You know, it's two license plates. It's a uh, blue license plate red on, like, little swivels. No, no, <laughs> no, no. So you go to McCormick and Schmick's, and you're like, now this whole time, are you training and acting? I'm doing a ton of workshops at this point. Oh, God. I was doing the old workshop route when it was really, like, that was, like, super prevalent. What a hustle that was, too, and it's so expensive. What he's referencing is casting director workshops where you would pay to get in front of people that were, like, casting, allegedly, for big films or like a television show. And like some of them, some of them were legitimate. I will say that. But I mean, I think I spent th- I, arguably thousands of dollars on that. I, yeah, I never ran my tab and I never, I had a friend who got like so le- two legitimate opportunities same. from all his garbage workshops. And that's the problem is we all had the friend that got the work. So we're like, ah, fuck, I don't want to cut this opportunity off for myself. I guess I'll keep going. And then you just, uh, did you get any work off of him? No, I didn't even get a email response. See? <laughs> I walked out of one. Somebody was like, you should just consider uh, acting classes. And I was like, I just graduated college. And I was like, oh, the I person wouldn't. I was with, I was like, he, what? He, <sighs> he's not even oh, in the yeah. same scene as me. And how am I the victim? <laughs> like, oh, I was like furious. Oh, I, I was like, can so I get a refund? They're like, no. And I was like, okay, bye. Yeah, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm Did not. you do one of the, the schools <sighs> where you paid the monthly fee and then you got access to all of the workshops ahead of time? No, 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 well, no. I got no, suckered no. into that. That's how I, I wish I had. Yeah, no, I could have done more. No, you trust me. It wasn't great. Okay, so you're doing, <laughs> so you're taking all these workshops. Are you putting more money into, even though you do have a BFA, are you putting more money into the bullshit that they send you out on the circuit out here of like, now you have to do this workshop or now you have to do this class or this no, school? No, I was super reluctant. Good for you. I like, get uh, it. Because you have a BFA. Well, and like, I mean, I felt like my teachers were just phenomenal people. So intelligent. Mm-hmm. So like they wanted, they were there because they wanted to teach. At, at Methodist. Yeah, and they were so good at what they did. It was like, oh, this is great. Like one of them helped start the Guthrie Theater. Like, I mean, Holy like, shit. Like, really, really good wow. high level people. Like, uh, and I had our acting program was or not, I don't know what Cecil was, but he was like very involved with Steppenwolf and he's friends Holy with all these shit. people and he graduated from these crazy things and you're like... These people knew what they were doing. And yeah, this is what they want to do. So you're like, I don't, I'm not going to waste my time. Brandon was like, I want to go to a teacher who's better than those teachers. That's the class I want to take in LA. And it's like, well, that's no problem. Just take five years of our class and you can move up to the master class and then you can meet Same. the person and you're like, no, I'm not no. going to do it. And you're going to spend thousands of dollars in the lower ranks. Okay. Which I didn't have. I was like, none of us have it. Well, some people do. Well, I did. Yeah, I you're them. okay. Okay. So, so you're like auditioning, you're going, mm-hmm. you're moving forward. So at what point do you, do you feel like you found your stride out here where you're like, Okay, because you you're repped now, and so do you feel like? No, never. No, I feel like still no. Yeah, we all hate do. it. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I like I wish I'd had more opportunity and better auditions that I didn't book. Yeah. So I could move on. Okay, I see what you mean. Like, so, I, it's not like I don't feel like I've failed in a grand enough way to quit acting. Oh, that what a fucking honest thing, Rob. That's so honest. Oh, I so oh I feel that in my bones. Does that make sense though? Yes, like, I feel that in my. Oh, right. Like if I had like 10 up. network auditions that were yes. perfect for me and I didn't get them or get move on at all in them, I'd be like, 
Maybe the universe doesn't want me to be an actor. Yeah, I guess I'm wrong. Oh, Rob, I feel this in my fucking bones, what you're saying. Yes. Right. It's so real. Because then you can, then you're like, all right, I gave it, I gave it a go. Like, I'm not meant to do And I got a shot and I didn't get it. And that's fine. Like, that's not. Yes. That's the world. That's the way it goes sometimes. And they're like, you're going to get so many no's. Rejection is going to be so hard. And all you're like, no. No, it's not. It's part of the business. We get it. And you can't get no's. I can't get to a no. (laughs) My God, oh, it's so, I could I could start crying, but that's not what this podcast is about. But that is so fucking real, Rob. Right? Yes, I so get that. That's my life. So, yeah, so you, <laughs> Rob and I are going to go commit suicide. Like it's fine. There's traffic out front. I'm not going to go play golf. That's what I do. <laughs> Avid golfer. Avid golfer. <laughs> so as of right now, where you stand with artistic pursuits, you are still because he just came from an audition. He's not saying that right now. I go on commercial. I have, a, I have a commercial agent. I'm very happy with. We have yeah. no interaction whatsoever. I go on auditions. I show up for them. Full stop. Yeah. That's where you're at. Okay. I've had some good agents. Yeah. I've had some bad agents. Oh, None of them have gotten me any odds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel it in my bones. Oh, this is so, this is so real. Um, okay. So you, as far as the, where you're, you're like sort of seeing yourself, are you producing things on the side for yourself? Producing a little bit more like trying to find things that I just want to work on. Like the music video for two drink minimum, which is something like me and Plunkett used to get, a little drunk, maybe do a little karaoke in the apartment on some <laughs> evenings. And they're like, all right, we'll move that into like just messing around with the microphone and making beats, which is something I used to do with my friends when we were just, you know, like morons. In college. Yeah. Uh, more like a Silver Lake <laughs> kind of thing. But, That's uh, on brand <laughs> for anyone outside of LA. It's a very hipster area. Okay. So you guys would do that. And then you put together the song and you're like, I want to make a video for this. And yeah. Like, we love the song. We're like, oh, the song is genuinely great. just love it. It just gets stuck in our head. And yeah. So it's fun. And then I was like, it needs a music video because I want to be able to put it out. Like there. when I want to, when we put it online, I just want people to be able to enjoy it fully. Like not like, oh, I wish it had a video or I wish yeah. I didn't listen to it because it was a SoundCloud link or, you yeah. know, whatever it is. Like, it's just hard to get something out. It's true. And you're like, well, I like this thing. So I don't want to just throw it away into the void just with nothing. So what was the inspiration for that? Why the song? I, I, I mean, we were both serving. So it was like a big... Uh, Two drink minimum. We were cocktail servers at the comedy club. So it's two oh, drink okay. minimum enforcement is just part tough. of the job. And like imagine a comedy store, but or uh, <laughs> uh, with no audience, basically. Oh. And you're like, no, you guys have to get two drinks. Oh, so you worked there when people were not. Really oh, we start my Monday potluck shift. Oh, I started when there were two potlucks, Sunday and Monday. And oh. No crowd for either. We start Monday with no crowd. Oh, my God. How could you pay your bills, Rob? We ate for free if they canceled our shift. Are you? So we, we negotiated for that. Adam, we fought hard for that. And Adam agreed, you know, we should get free food Something. if we were cut from our shift. So you would, it's potential that you would show up and they'd be like, hey, there's literally no one here for you to serve. You got to go home. Oh, it's more than potential. I'd get scheduled oh. six nights a week and probably half of them. Rob. Some weeks would just be dead. Just nobody in the building. Almost. Did you have another customer service job or were you just working? At oh, no. Home? Yeah, I, I, I got my job there because it's like I was so unemployed because the restaurant I had worked at was closed because it was run by just thieves and crooks. Oh, my God. Right down the street on Sunset. Really? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get into that. Okay. Um, and I was like super unemployed and it had gone a couple months and I was like, this is it. Like, I don't have any savings. I don't really ask for money. So I don't do like, I was like, I don't know what to do exactly. You're not a trust fund kid. Ugh. And uh, no. And it's like, I just, the one thing I didn't want to do was go back home and or just ask for money because I'm like, yeah. I'm out here wasting. I mean, yeah. I could get a job that paid bills if yeah, I just you could get wasn't trying time. to do this garbage. Oh, yes. So I, that, that's been like my stance. Just don't ask for money. Just make it work. And so I started applying to like Anywhere. waitresses, you know, like <laughs> waitresses. And I'd be like, hey, I've got long hair. I did at the time. <laughs> I got long hair. I can, you know, I'm totally easygoing. Like I know I'm it cool. says waitresses, but 
maybe cool. you're open-minded and <laughs> you know like you need a dude i don't know and mark did mark needed a dude the mark manager, was the manager the time. he was the worst manager but like the best uh he had a really good people sense i think Indeed. managerially maybe not the best <laughs> ideas <laughs> We had a weekly con, like, we'd be like Saturday shift, right? He'd be like, okay, whoever can sell the most hurricanes, like a frozen drink. No, you guys had frozen drinks. And he'd he'd run drink competitions on frozen drinks or mojitos or something. That I would. And it was like, what are you doing? No, I would have. Oh my God. I just, I couldn't have done that. We lost it. We lost it a lot. (laughs) And he'd be like, there's no competition. I'd be like, whoever ended up having the worst customers would win the extra 50 bucks or whatever. Who didn't tip and it was a bunch of frozen drinks. Or like like, said, didn't say, whoever didn't say the blenders were broken. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's the champion right there. They sold 10. So when people would order frozen drinks, you guys would be like, hey, there was a lot of negotiation. We used to send, there wasn't a lot of oversight. So like we would send Punky out as the manager. Oh, I I remember hearing about that. And that's legitimate. Like we'd really do it. And if it it didn't go well, we'd go to the real manager. But (laughs) Okay. The real manager didn't care because they didn't have to go the first time. So they were happy. Jesus Christ. Okay. (laughs) All right. Now we're going to transition into more of the customer service stuff. So we hope you enjoyed your apps. On to the entrees after a quick break. We're back and now it's time for the entrees. Okay, so Rob mm. has given us a bit of a taste of the customer service um, experiences that he's had, but now we're going to dive in more. So what was your first job ever, ever? It doesn't have to be customer service, but like what was your very first job? It was. It was. Serving tables at Luca de Beppo in okay. Dallas, Texas, Park Lane. Cool. Whoop. Okay. Did you like that job? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was with friends. It okay. was like very strange. Like we just got to be weird. You did. Well, that place, I have never, no offense to people that work there. Like, I know a lot of people love Bigo de Bebo. I, I get so anxious because there's no windows. I, I don't understand that model at all. It's. Did they ever explain that to you guys? Or why? I, mean, I just think they wanted it to feel dark and like Sinatra y and. Oh, there's a way to do that and not make people feel like they're in prison. I don't know. I, it scared me. I, I don't like going there. Yeah, it was Looney Tunes there. The Yeah. But they let you guys be weird, you said. Real weird. Like we could pretend like we were like animatronic people, like at the bread station, because everybody gets a tour of the stupid place that you're going through. You know, like, welcome to Buca de Bapo. Welcome to Buca de Bapo. Would you really? Well, oh yeah, every time. And like my friend, oh my he'd run around and like it's not a joke. In his apron, he'd run with his nutsack out. Every come like, on, Rob. He'd be at the drink station ringing in your things, and he'd like flash you as nuts, and you're like, stop <laughs> it, no, no, do not go out there like that. <laughs> Put your nuts away. And we'd like go in a freezer and just lock each other in a, fr- I mean, a lot of locking people in freezers and like stealing limoncello because they make their own limoncello <laughs> was there. Was it so they good? Used to. No, it was horrible, but it's like liquid <laughs> propane. You know, you, you just, woo. And there's like the fake clock in from back in the mafia days, you know, and we'd use it and pretend it was a time machine and like interact with people like it was whatever era we'd close. Just... Wait, that's kind of fun though. It's performative. I mean, it's was like stupid. weird, but it's fun. Oh, it was that was during college. Very strange. That was during college. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. like, who cared? Nobody cared. Literally no one. Okay. So that was your very first job ever. I think I, I worked like landscaping. Okay. For a neighbor. I was like his summer. But your first like. Handy, paycheck. Paycheck thing. Okay. Like, oh God. Working is awful. <laughs> oh God. I gotta do this the rest of my life. <laughs> okay. So you. So you. Did you do that the whole four years of college? Last. The last two. Last two. Last two. Okay. How many customer service jobs have you had total? Take your time. See. There and then Bumba Gump, McCormick Schmick. We're at three. Ketchup. Four. Oh my God. That was Ashton Kutcher's restaurant. I went there a bunch of times. No, you didn't. I did. And it was bad. Oh my God. That's I the just, place where they were run by Cooks and Closed. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. 
okay, because I did not have a good experience there and I filmed something there and it was awful. And I was like, oh, after I filmed there, I was like, oh, I'll come back here and eat. And I gave it a couple chances because I liked him. We've some like independent short thing and they rented the whole thing out and it was very official and I felt very cool. And it was it wasn't my production, it was someone else's production. And I and like we loved being there. So I was like, I'm gonna go back and eat here. And ooh, that had a weird that place had a weird vibe when everyone was there. Wait, why was it? Wait, run by crooks and thieves. Please talk about it. It's closed, so you're fine. Yeah, I mean they're litigious people, but I think oh, if you are they? one of their names, it's uh, an anal rape case. Are you serious? Led- it's <gasps> uh, they weren't nice. <gasps> Own that? Re- I thought Christian yeah. Kutcher owned it. He was a investor. Oh, and they just fronted his name. Him and Tara Reid were like the celebrity investors there. Oh, but it was really. It was definitely yeah. yeah. It was like explicitly, oh. not even like on the hiding. Like it was like their deal that that those were their investors. Wait, so that when you were working there, would they like mess with your money and stuff, or was it just they dealt with external people incorrectly? Not our money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They I didn't think like you guys. I, yeah, I think higher level than me. They probably were messing with things. But there they was, let you guys go. Le- left you alone. They paid you on time. They like there uh, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. We never bounced paychecks. No, no oh, or anything okay. like our money was fine, I guess. But they screwed like the customers. You know, really. Those are the people they're stealing from. Wait, how? Well, like you know, the liquor switches. Like they're like they the real deal. Yeah, I hope this isn't. Oh, you're awful, fine. I'm, you're fine. My side. <laughs> so it's not like. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I don't think people know that this actually happens. This happens. In I, I didn't think clubs it actually all the happened. Time. I was like, this is not real. Oh, I watch it happen. I've gone to clubs in Hollywood where I'm like, that person just ordered Tanqueray and you're pouring well gin. Like I can see you doing. Right, it. but we would put the well gin in the Tanqueray bottle. <gasps> Oh, that's trickier. Well, that's way more illegal. Way more, because you're you're serving them something. They, oh my god! Yeah. I don't, so what would they they would just like they'd wait for the bottle to be empty and then they would fill it. They do it in the back and down other times. Super sketch. Oh, that was just one of the ways they would steal, but they'd make you pay for premium, obviously, because it was in the premium bottle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And if you complained, they were like, you know, the upper shelf had the actual liquor, so you could, you know, like, oh yeah, you can rectify just sw- it. Just go get them. Yeah. Be like, hey, they complained about this. So people could tell. No, never. Like probably three times in the whole wow. in how five long? years almost. You worked there for five years. First shift to last shift, yeah. Holy shit! Wait, how did they, how did it end up closing? Did they just like you show up one day and they're like, we're done? Well, there was a point like like after the recession, they were just losing. They were Hemorrhaging losing so money. Much money. It was like thirty one thousand dollars a month in rent was their rent. Holy. So there came a point where like shit. they stopped paying rent as like a negotiating tactic. So we were like, we don't know if we're just gonna. Have a job. Yeah. Holy shit. So, okay, so now we're up to, okay, so we've got, if we include that, that's, we're at four jobs. What was after Ketchup? Comedy Store. Oh, okay. So the, the fifth. It was months off and then Comedy Store. Okay. All right. Did they give you severance when you left Ketchup? <laughs> thank you. What does that Can mean? I, thank you. Can everyone please hear that? I think I got unemployment, which yeah. I think was like $90 a week. Which they may have fought, which I've had a restaurant fight unemployment before. I don't think they could because they closed. Oh, interesting. Like, because oh, there's no terms of employment to argue. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I wish everyone understood that. Like when people get like go from corporate jobs and even not corporate restaurant jobs, but like corporate jobs, office jobs, you guys get money so that you don't, you know, you're not living in your car. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Well, and those are like also usually like, oh, yeah, you can't go work for a competitor for six months. Non-competes are very common. The, but uh, we, <laughs> but be like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, please. Actually, please be working for them right now because we're going to close. And they're like, oh, maybe we have jobs for some of you at other restaurants. It's like. No, we're good. Oh, I never got any uh, calls about that. <laughs> and actually, everyone I spoke to didn't get calls either. Weird. Didn't really, Weird. Didn't seem interested. <laughs> okay. Um, so five. Okay, so what was your favorite job of all, obviously besides acting, which is obviously the number one, what's your favorite like customer service job that you've had? Probably the service bar at the comedy club currently. Oh, the service bar. Okay, yeah, so you yeah. don't... you No customers. 
Oh, you not lucky. a single one. Not I get to kick them out. They show up. I go, oh, oh, oh get fuck out of here. You should not be here. Okay. Huge mistake. What about dealing with the servers though? Isn't that annoying? No, I just yell at you. That's mm. uh, what's your least favorite customer service job of all time? Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Really? Okay. So, besides the license plate situation of the flip up and down, did you guys have to dance and sing and like do all that bullshit? Yeah, every table's supposed to get Forrest Gump trivia. Meaning, like, you'll go up and be like, "Hey, did you? What's, what's what color shoes was Jenny wearing at the wedding? Oh my god! What what, what color were they? N- no shoes. It's a trick question. Oh, it's a common wow. one. Very common. <laughs> okay. And, uh, I mean, all the things I. But you would, your hello, hi, I'm Rob, I'm, I'll be taking care of you today, would be followed up with, what color shoes with January? No, you, no, it can't be the beginning. Oh, shut up, really? Yeah, you can't just nail it out in the beginning, you gotta do so it later. So it's gotta like finesse it There's a flow, the... yeah, to a bubbling up so experience. Were, please, please, please explain the flow. Well, so you gotta show up, you gotta ask them if they dine there before, because you have to explain the license plate system. And then they were, they were, pretty, they were like cheesecake and that you were like supposed to like, they didn't say tour guide things, but like... Oh, this is my favorite dish on the menu. And don't forget to get a run forest run smoothie. And, you know, the bar was a nightmare there because they had like 10 smoothies, non-alcoholic on the menu and all their alcohol and frozen drinks. Oh, I I would have hated being a I don't know how they learned those. Oh, my God. Like with fruit and stuff. Yeah. And I was trying to train to be a bartender. That time I was like, oh, maybe bartending is a better idea there. And it's like, you can do all this. Every shit. Like just blenders on blenders on blenders and washing and wines. Like this is a crazy town. No. Would they make money, though? I mean, I think they make pretty good money. I mean, the volume is good. Yeah. I was going to say it's a pretty high turnover. Did you? make money as a server because tourists don't really tip like it's i mean yeah it was okay but yeah not lots of angry people it's expensive food it is really expensive the food objectively i think the food is good i've only eaten there a handful of times i objectively think it's good i think it's i mean it's a lot of fat and cheese and yeah butter and hello salt and like yeah no, it, it is but my I'm, favorite I'm, I'm, things. I'm agreeing with you it's good <laughs> but like it's like the cheesecake factory like that's good and you're like yeah. oh 2700 calories interesting <laughs> Could be good because it's covered in cheese. Yeah, um, <laughs> That's my favorite thing in life. Delicious. <laughs> okay, so you, um, so you, so you take them through the experience. You you guide them through the menu, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then you explain the license system. And then are you like, by the way, what's Forrest? No, then you get an appetizer order and you move on. Oh, then you run the circuit God. there because they don't have food runners. You are the food runners. You're the food runner too. And How big is your section? How many and tables? And the buses. Three, three tables. That's it. That's why you don't make any money. Any money. And like, they hated if you took more than that. Uh, that I, oh, so were you just sitting in the back with your thumb up your ass? Three tables. No, you're running like- around a restaurant, answering license plates, picking up dishes, putting them in a dish station, running food. <laughs> you're doing like six jobs. Yeah, you're doing trivia. You're like just, you know, trying to decide, should I just run to the basement and hide for a few minutes? <laughs> like... You're volunteering to take trash out. So you you're don't like do anywhere, anywhere just to anything. just not be there. You're, you're ba- I used to like see how many water cups I could bounce full of water on, like because you can. They had the notches where you could stack yeah. them up in a yeah. big triangle, you know, and just like walk around the restaurant with a big thing because then you don't have to talk to people. <laughs> They're just looking at you. So managers think you're like doing something. Yeah, you're like, oh, that guy's really showing off. People love to see that stuff. Good job, Rob. <laughs> oh my god. And I'm like a server trainer, so like they expect me to be, and they'd be like, I'd show up to work and they'd be like, oh, you're training. I'm like, you have to give me notice. Wait, so training meaning you wouldn't get tips or like... No, no, I get an extra dollar an hour, but I have to like deal... Now I have to train somebody and pretend like I actually care about this job. (laughs) I was so bad at it. Like I have a great attitude when you talk to me, but then like when I have to do the job where I I train somebody to be like, yeah, you have to do all this garbage. No. I don't know how to not say it like that. Yeah. You're like... (laughs) And like I never have a good attitude about training. Ever. Never have. Never will. I don't know why. No, because it's awful because you have a shadow that you're trying to explain how to do a job to whilst also recognizing that you still got to make tips so you can't tell the customers to fuck off while you train this person. Oh, it's too much. It's too much. Okay, so what was your that was your least favorite. Okay, you answered that. Um, what's the weirdest thing you've ever been asked while on the clock? 
It can be sexual. This is not a G-rated podcast. Oh, man. I don't know. That's an interesting question. I don't know. The weirdest thing I've ever been at by a customer. Yeah. Or, well, or manager, if you want to really tell on some folks. I don't think. Hmm. That's a tough one. Okay. I don't think I have a, I don't have a, Nothing like any, crazy? Too many. Yeah, I mean, you weren't like asked to go in the back bathroom with anyone? That seems to be the most common response to that question. It's like, oh, I was asked to go to the bathroom. Not really. I mean, it, I had a girl take me to the hall and like basically take her clothes off at ketchup, but that was kind of like par for the course at the Christmas party or Rob, whatever. Rob, that's an, that's an answer to this. Well, they just, she oh, you weren't on the clock, me. It was all just like, no, I was. Oh, you no, were? They rented it for a Christmas party. Excuse me. It's like a corporate party for somebody else. Oh, she just took her clothes off and she was like, hey, yeah, let's, yeah. let's do this. And what'd you say? Oh, no, I'm on the clock. I can't do this thing. Yeah, I was like, well, you know, call me or like get the number like, you know, not don't fuck this me is here not in a the good hallway. venue for this. <laughs> You're at my But job. other people would have. I mean, everybody else. I'm like this. They were like, oh, that's why, like why the wildest day of my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> OK, what incident have you ever had with a customer where they were at? They asked to speak to your manager. And if you have several examples, I'll take. Oh, them. I'm sure I have so many. Um, I mean, it, not too many at. Buka de Bapo, everybody was chilled. I don't think I ever had a manager on the table there. Bubba Gump, no, because that's not what they do. Wait, they don't like... You don't I don't know. I, it, you're just not getting a manager there. Come on, what are you doing? What are you... Yeah, you're why would... souvenir glasses and stuff. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> There's no problem that needs a manager. Um, unless you need like a check fill. I spilled a martini on somebody like on a white businessman, like a white shirt business tie. Also a white dude, just probably. Boom, right yeah. down the back, Cosmo. On purpose? No, just oh. Trey. Never run drinks before in my life like that. Uh, <laughs> Where was that at? Ketchup. Oh, ketchup. And did he ask to speak to the manager? It was heavily I implied that I, I think I had gotten a manager before he ever had the opportunity. Like within six like, seconds of spilling it, I was like, like manager! <laughs> you know, I was like in a panic. And he was so good. They took me so well. Like, oh, I, really? Yeah, yeah, they were so nice. He was like, it's fine, it's fine. And I ruined the shirt for sure. I mean, it was for sure. pink. Oh, God. White to pink. But okay. not all of it. Just okay. most of it. What about at the comedy club? Do you ever, has anyone ever asked to speak to the manager? A lot ever? of time, a lot of manager stuff, I would imagine, especially from cocktail serving. There's a lot more drinking, so it's a little more hazy. Yeah. But a lot of arguments with people, like, um, it was a lot of two drink minimum enforcement back then. And then I just started to be like, what do you need a manager for? And he'd be like, I'm not going to get two drinks. I'd be like, I'm not getting a manager for that. You yeah. Know? Like, it's the rule. You're here. Yeah. It's like, I can't get, I can't elevate this. Yeah. Because it's painted on the wall. It's on your ticket. It's on the receipt. Yeah, then I'm bad at my job. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally the only thing we have to, like that has to be enforced there. Um, I feel like it all I feel like all manager interactions with first customers come from basically in two drink minimum enforcement. Enforcement. That feels right. And like not understanding that I'm gonna run twenty I'm gonna take twenty two drinks orders, I'm gonna ring them in, put them on a tray, deliver those, take the next twenty two people front to back. Yeah. If you want to drink sooner, you should have sat closer. I'm not yeah. skipping you to the balcony. Like, watch me work. Talk to me again if I'm not working. Like, I would just say that to people. Would you really? Good for you, Rob. I, I, oof. Yeah, that. I was though. I got really uh, just dry. At well, because it's so service. frustrating. It's like, if you see someone running around, if you saw a server on their phone, I totally understand a reaction of like, hello, can we get service? If you see a server drenched in sweat, running drinks, and you know the bar is not in the room where you are, so they had to physically go pick up those drinks. Yes, that's the job, but also like, uh, the number of people... Did you ever have people physically grab you when you were carrying a tray of 22 drinks? That happens all the time. No. You're a guy. But I had people... Like, I yelled at people a lot. Like, if you touch me, I freaked out. I was just like, hey, how about we don't touch people? Like, let's not touch <laughs> me to get my attention. Like, just relax. Yeah. And you can also wait. It's for a drink. The crisis level. Like, if someone's choking... 
touch me, grab me, yeah, yeah, get my sure. attention. Absolutely. If someone is having a diabetic uh, fucking insulin reaction, get my attention yesterday. Uh, short of that, don't ever touch me. Okay. <laughs> um, what's the last straw that got you out of, uh, besides, so obviously the ketchup job, you, it was like, well, they shut down. What, what like was the last straw that got you out of Bubba Gump? Well, Bubba Gump, I had a manager who was like on a little bit of a cocaine bender. What? People in the restaurant industry do the cocaine? Yes. As a yeah, I'm I've never done it, so like it's same. I'm like a huge like. You guys need to calm down, same. like I'm relax. Like wow, you guys had a lot of coffee. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, that's not it. I'm like, why is your <laughs> jaw going left to right? <laughs> same. But I was just getting re- like he was reaming me in the middle of the floor, and I was like, nah. I already yeah. had another job at McCormick and Schmicks, and I was like, nah, this is enough. I don't do this. Did you? And you walked out. Yeah, I was like, this is it. Close my checks and just uh, like, last shift. You. Never came back. So he was just yelling at you in front of people because he was on a bender. Yeah, he was just losing it for no reason. I'm like, what is this? this is, uh, yeah, bye yeah. bye Shrimp Shack, you know, like it's over. <laughs> bye bye Shrimp Shack. And then my next job was a good too. He, like uh, I had gotten the job at Ketchup already Okay. because my friend got hired as manager, snuck in there. Uh, there you go. Back door. And so like I'm and I'm at the l- bottom of the ladder at McCormick and Schmick's just garbage, like brunch shifts Sucks. only, or breakfast on like uh, Wednesdays, you know. And the managers just all, everybody's man, like, there's one manager, Erica, she was fine, but Willie, the owner, was like this unbelievable idiot. <laughs> and I think Erica's probably an idiot too. And it, everybody was just high. Like, I've never seen people, like, they were like, yeah, I got this like $85 ate the weed, and it's, I'm like flying. I'm like, you guys, <laughs> you guys love weed. I love it. <laughs> but like, I quit, and I was like, hey, I'm not coming anymore, and I'm not like, it's, we had argue, and I was like, no, I'm not. There's not going to be like a big whatever. Uh, I'm going to work this week, and I'm going to. I'm not done. There's not going to be two more weeks or whatever. One more week, and I'm out of here. And then that week comes and goes. Sunday, and then like next Wednesday comes, and it be my morning shift. And like I get a call. Where are Willie, you? And I'm like, nah, don't answer. Another one, another one. And I'm like, all right, I answer. And he's like, all right, what's going on? You're not here. I go, oh, you didn't talk to Erica. He goes, no, I haven't talked to Erica. You know, you're late. Oh, I said, oh. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'll be right there. I'm just parking. <laughs> Rob, you did not. And you were absolutely yeah, in your house. <laughs> and then like, you know, 15 minutes later, buddy texts me, hey, where are you? Are you coming in? And I was like, no, I quit last week to texting him, you know? Yeah. And he's like, well, you got to tell Willie. And I was like, I don't have to tell Willie anything. Nothing. There's no repercussions here. Like, he was just, I was like, how, how is this man, how has it been a week that it hasn't been communicated that you've lost a server? And like the second that Erica found out, she should have gone to yeah, him. Like, do you think I'm joking? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm out. That's hilarious. Ugh. So did you get 10 more phone calls or that was it? You told your buddy you quit and that was it. Uh, there were more phone calls, but they were just ignored. Was, uh, we're, not, <laughs> we're, not, we're not having any more conversations. <laughs> we did it. How many bodily fluids have been on you whilst you were on the clock of other people's or your own? Like, have you ever, ble- I mean, you're, you're a bartender, so you probably cut your hand. What about other people? Have you ever been barfed on? I, I mean, I've cleaned it up. I don't Same. think I've. Ugh, it's the worst. actively barfed on. Okay. What about bled on or like, I don't know, sweat on? I feel like I've definitely been sweat on because like you get repeat customers some places who like want to hug you hug and you. stuff. And yeah. Like, I don't know you too well. Yeah. Please don't touch me again. But then the people have been very nice too that I've met at returning customers and I don't okay. hate all of them. Do you tip? Do I? Yeah. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. How much? What's your percentage? Do you have an average? No. You just throw money. Yeah. I mean, it's like 20%, but. Minimum. Yeah. 18% if like literally I think maybe this is the worst day no more than that if it's the worst day of your life but like if you're just like really bad yeah and like it doesn't seem like something's going on like you're just not good yeah 18% have you ever stiffed anyone no I, I've not tipped at one meal because everybody told me not to they didn't make my meal and then they forgot to give it to me to go 
Ooh. And then they finally got it and it was just like, just awful. And I was like, well, let me just tip. And they're like, no, no they <laughs> wouldn't. Allow, I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't think I would on that. Do you tip on like Ubers and Lyfts and coffee and to go and all of that stuff? Yeah. 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 yeah pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's what My I tip goes like 10, 15. And you, 20. and you, I don't, it depends. But if I like the place, tip? I tip them 20% because I want them to like me again. Because people remember. Yeah. Well, and I, like a lot of places, the host makes only the to go tips, you yeah. know? Yeah. And it's like, it's worth most people don't tip on pickup. And it's like, well, 100%. Someone put your order together. Like, someone did that. Well, yeah. And it's like, that job sucks. That job sucks. <laughs> sucks. So harsh. Yes. Okay. Um, have you ever been stiffed? Mm. All my life. A hundred times. <laughs> Every day. The comedy store was like... All the time. Yeah. That's why I, you just start being like, let me do a little education for people. In lieu of my tip, I'll provide you a service. <laughs> Wait, please, please elaborate on that. Well, just like, you, like when people like just are like, oh, I just, I really, can I get a drink? And you're like, I really just don't know what to order. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I mean, you just called me over here to order a drink. You were oh. like, you were like losing it. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't decide. And be like, then, then why did you, you call losing me? Your mind? Yes. Why? Oh, all the time. And it, or like, they'll look so, and I'll just, I'll be like, hey, don't call, don't do that. Like, if you're yeah. not ready, don't call the server over to watch you get ready. <laughs> Or they'd be like, give me a diet vodka. And I'd be like, we don't have it. And be like, <laughs> I love this about what? you. I love this about you. Give me so a diet much. vodka. I'd be like, oh, I love we that. only have regular vodka. And he'd be like, I want a diet and vodka. You, I'd be like, you want a diet Coke and a vodka separate? He's like, no. I'd be like, next time you want to order at a bar, always just say your liquor first. And you'll. I, and I'd, I'd be like, do you have this problem a lot where like bartenders don't get your drinks? And sometimes they'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, it's because you order wrong. Wrong. I know. Like universally, you're just screwing it up. It's so funny because like ever since you, you told me that story a while ago where you just like, well, school people on this and people love to say, I want a Red Bull vodka. And I'll do that now to them where I'm like, oh, okay, so you want a Red Bull and a vodka. And they're like, no, 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 a Red Bull vodka. And I'm like, you mean a vodka Red Bull? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's because of you. Because I'm like, it is annoying. Because yeah. it does sound well, like I tell too... people, like, when I hear, the first thing I hear, like, if you say diet, I just wrote diet. I moved on. I'm on the next person. Yeah. Because we don't have next time. Person. Yeah, and like, it's just, it's so frustrating. Yes, it is. Okay. Have you ever been fired from a customer service job? Or any job have you been fired? Huh. I don't know. That's a no then. I don't think so. I guess I would remember. I think Willie ultimately left me a message that I was fired. After you quit? Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Willie. Way to really get get it to him. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I'd handle it well. I'm not no. yeah. stable like that. <laughs> okay. Who's the worst customer you've ever had to interact with? The owners of ketchup. But like cu- customer wise, like well, like come in as customers. They're friends. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, they would demand the the best table and the Rah. middle of thing with no reservation. Are just you discount of food, immediate service, serve these under twenty twenty ones, the whole deal. Rob. Oh, I would no, that is the worst customer. The first the first like a uh, group of servers there. Yeah. Were like so many people had lied about their experience or whatever. And like, it was just like a nightmare, but great people. But like as a restaurant, it was like not, not going to No work. one knows what they're doing. But like one of the owners came in and everybody's like, no, no, I don't want him. I don't want him. And somebody's like, I do. I want him, you know, trying to be like the big guy fired. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Because oh. he didn't know what he was doing. No, because that's what the owner wanted to do. <gasps> he'd come up and he'd be like, hey, why didn't that person have a spoon? And I'd be like, well, they didn't order soup. Oh my God. And he'd be like, why don't I have a spoon right now? And I'd be like, what do you do? Because you didn't order soup either. I don't know. And then he'd be like, well, I want soup. And I'm like, okay, well, here's your spoon. Like, I don't know. It's just like, what are you doing? The worst way to run a restaurant. I can't believe you lasted five years in that. That's that's fucking toxic as fuck. It was money. Who cares? It's not what you want to do. That's the other thing. And they didn't have a section like, you know, if somebody was swamped and couldn't handle their section, they weren't like, well, you have five tables. That's your section. They were like, somebody help them. Somebody. Although they would let people be like, like, it'd be just like scummy people. 
Um, you, hey guys, how you doing? Oh, hey, fine. A little awkward, you know, and you'd leave and a manager come up and be like, hey, uh, those people wanted a female server, so. Shut the fuck like, up. You'd be like, really, did they? This is so sketchy. Yeah, it is. Like, why are you allowing people to request female, female servers. servers here? Ew, like, ew. That's a lot, we're crossing a line. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of rules that you're probably breaking. See, and this is the thing, is like, and I feel like people don't understand this. When you're working in customer service because you're pursuing something artistic, which is true for most of us, well, I shouldn't say most, but a lot of us in LA, you'll tolerate some chaos and you'll tolerate some unhealthy environments because you're like, well, ultimately, I know I'm not going to be here forever. This isn't what I want to do. And if they'll give you the schedule that you want or they'll let you off during the day for auditions or it's just a nighttime place, you're like, I'll tolerate this because what I want out of life, I'm doing when I'm not here. That's what creates these toxic environments because you're like, well, I'll tolerate it because we have to. Yeah. Anyway. No choices. Speech over. Um, okay, so that's your that's your worst customer because I have an example of one that was shitty to you that I saw. Ooh, which one? Oh, well, I watched Rob's nipple get bitten so hard and it came when a customer... Medium customer. Medium customer. Um, went to give him a hug. And so Rob was like in the back trying to stock up on booze and stuff for the bar. That was like late end of the night. I was cashing out and Rob walks in and he's like, oh, I got to grab these beers. I got to whatever. And this girl comes up to him, gives him a hug. And he's like, oh, hey, whatever. And it, but you are also like focused on getting the shit you need to get fit. It was a trap. It was a trap. So she leans her head in, bites the shit out of his nipple. And I see her head go towards him. And I was like, wow, that seems rather friendly. And then Rob was like, don't fucking bite me. Well, first I, I, um, whapped her. Uh, yeah. She was adhered to my, she was breaking yeah. skin. Yeah. On my, I'm not. Yeah. So you moved her off of you. It, yeah. He, he moved I her. I was in shock. Yeah. Yeah. And Rob moved her off of him because she was biting rather hard. You had a mark. You oh, were for like days. bruised, no, I took pictures. right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. My phone, I'm, I'm, as you should. And so then the reaction on her side, she was like shocked at how upset you were, and it was like, uh, do you go around biting people a lot? Like, is this a thing you do? The shock on her face, I was like, how are you shocked? And then she kept wanting to come back in, and Rob was being reasonable at first. He was like, just get her out of here. I don't want to interact with her. She's just got to go. And then he went back to do his job and do more of what he was already doing whilst having been bitten. And she kept trying to come back. And she said to me, she's like, well, I, I want to apologize to him. And I was like, it's best if you just leave. That's a wrap tonight. And I don't think, I mean, I haven't seen her since. She, didn't get it. she sent me a Facebook message a few days later that I was like, I'm not going to read that. No. And then like, I don't, can you unsend Facebook messages if they're unopened or something? You can, you can delete them. Oh, yeah. it's not there anymore. And I totally regret not like just screenshotting, screenshotting and posting it. it. Like, I, oh. Oh. Yeah. So what ended up, so, so after you got bitten, like you, did you like, it got documented and that was sort of it? Yeah, well, yeah, that was totally it. I mean, I was like, this is pretty Weird. extreme. Yeah. I'm, I don't really care. But like everybody was like, well, you know what? I was like, I think this is a little more serious than everybody's making, making it out to be. Yeah. But that's fine. I, I really didn't care. But I was like, this is definitely not okay. Yeah. Like it's an assault for sure. No question. And if you were a fucking girl and a As guy I said, did if that it was to you? gender reversed, forget it. Forget it. There'd be a lawsuit. Well, I'd be in jail. I mean, I would have yeah. been, at least for the night. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I would I would argue that's one of your worst. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to speak for you. But like it wasn't one of my customers. It was just yeah, she just happened a to person be. wandering the building. <laughs> Who technically did belong there at the time. Rob got bit by a stray human. By a well, we have those. We have a lot <laughs> we of those. Oh, man. Okay, so Rob, there's something historical about your customer service history that is, you know, important. I feel like that everyone it's knows. Truly epic. It's epic. So the Comedy Store is an Los Angeles institution 
And I believe you were the first male cocktail server there. Or That's right. Mitzi, Mitzi didn't want him. But why? Got in. She Wait, didn't like him. You didn't like dudes working in the, the service? Yeah, just not an option. Not blondes either. Really? Oh, yeah. Mitzi had all these rules. That's hilarious. Very. They're, I don't think we had... Oh, I shouldn't say We that. got Christine. Oh, yeah. Okay. We do now. Oh, yeah. And we have had many since then. But like she was like... If you talked to like Lee or Jen about Mitzi's old rules. And they the were real rules. super strict. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you... How did you get in? It was though, well, I was doing the long hair. I was applying to waitress jobs during that unemployment period and I just got <laughs> called in and snuck my way in. Okay. But it was like confusing to people. I'd go, like I'd be serving the main room, right? And I'd be up at the front of the stage and I'd be you know, down on my knees up at the store. And like Jeff Garland was on stage one time and he's like, stop. So what are you doing? And I was like, huh? He's like, are you running? Are you delivering drinks? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. He's like, Do you're you- a cocktail server? <laughs> I was like, yeah, they like, he's like, they let guys do that now? And I was like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, what do you say? He's like, well, you look like you know what you're doing on your knees. You'll fit in. Holy and I'm like that. And I was like, okay, I got to go. Bye. bye. <laughs> and then Rick Ingram. Oh, uh, I love Rick. He was Hi, the best. His, his is the best one. I was in an OR. And he, I was like, okay, guys, give it up for your server, Rob. Uh, you know, first male comedy store waitress. Just like a Ken doll. Great looks. Good tan. <laughs> no penis. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kill. Rick so much. Kill. I bet it did. Like, did you just do that now? Did yeah. That just come did that up? just or did come? Did you like think about this? <laughs> How am I going to fuck with Rob on Monday? <laughs> I love it. Did and Rick? Then Brent Morin would do his long hair cut. Does he still do like? I don't think he's around heard. anymore. He's around. Okay, cool. I love it. He was funny, but he would do this whole thing on like dudes with long hair are just jokes. And I would just stand up in the middle of the room, like, "What are you I doing, love man?" It. Was it a bit like a, <laughs> a bit? little? Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd look at him and like, he'd be like, "Oh, sorry, Rob." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so it was cool, but it was a it was like a shock to people. They're like, "What are you?" So then, we're and doing the, this now? Because and then you said someone like a male got hired after you. Yeah, well, me and Jared started. He was like a little small Italian guy, very cool, good <laughs> piano player, really good piano player. And then there were two other guys. One of them was a very, very drunk and okay one was gay so we like we were a good mix of dudes <laughs> we were like a solid boy band <laughs> and uh, okay. but I, I got I, i'm not kidding for the first three months anytime i walked up to the bar to get a drink it would be mervis and luke in the back at the service bar and i would get sprayed fire hosed why like i had to, why because i was a dude cocktail serving that's hilarious the, like you know it's such a boys club and like yeah the door guys and uh, they were all door guys then and the bartenders had a thing and the manager had a thing but like the cocktail servers were all women, women. for 39 years. Holy shit. So like they were like what are you doing? So they just came for you. Oh man. And, oh wow. Ruthless for a long time. But it was fun for you. You like, It was, it was I mean at some point I did be like hey let's stop, let's stop the, the spraying me with the with the, the coke gun thing. It's getting old. It's getting a little tedious. <laughs> <laughs> but like we would hang out. I mean, everybody hung out back then too. It was really uh, a different that would be deal. Way more fun. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Well, that that sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now guys, we're going to transition to the good stuff. We hope you saved room for dessert. What's the nicest thing a customer has done for you whilst you were working? A few customers. I had like a few regulars at Ketchup who were like genuinely nice people. I don't know what they were doing there, but they did come in. <laughs> okay. And they would order like, you know, a thousand dollar bottle of wine and be like, hey, do you want a glass we didn't finish? Or like, you know, they didn't care. Like Cristal, they'd be like, oh yeah, here, have a glass. We're done. That's lovely. Very nice. I had a guy come in. He was an agent. He signed me. Get out of here. Uh-huh. That oh, that's good. lovely. That's that's the best thing a customer could do for us out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's... And like I thought Brian Singer and Roland Emmerich were going to be cool guys, but I just ended up getting invited to one of their... Weird Hollywood parties. You should have gone. I, I went. Oh, you did? Yeah, I brought my roommate, who Sarah, who is a 
to like as a, like a security measure. I love it. And it was like, oh my god, so obvious. It was everything like, that everybody the, thought. The one gl- like, okay, maybe there's a chance like I could just have a conversation with them and they could remember me in the future. Oh my like god! Like you show up and you're like, oh no, this no is way. not that place. Yeah, everyone's out of their mind. Yeah, and it's like just a boy party and like, oh yeah, you're not allowed in the house, only on the grounds. And I mean, it's a massive like crazy thing. And I'm like, this is awful yeah. not my like not my scene it was a wild but i'm glad i went because now you have that story now i got to say that i did that <laughs> okay what's the best <laughs> lesson you've learned working in customer service maybe just uh be nice to everybody because because we're all human beings they're in and... control of things <laughs> behind the scenes okay can you say that again clean i'm sorry i interrupted you be nice to people because they're in control of things <laughs> In the back, I don't mess with stuff, but I don't either. But I've I've seen it. I know it's been done, and I know that if I were a server and I saw something happen to something that was one of my tables, mm-hmm. and I liked them, I would be like, "No, I can't serve that to my table. Come on." But if you didn't like him, or if I didn't see, yeah, but like you just gotta be, just be nice. It's just easier, yeah, and it gets you more. Like I mean, yeah, you get better service. Just be nice, human. That's it. It's very simple. Um, what's the best tip you've ever gotten? Um, I mean, that you can remember. Probably was getting it? an agent, but other than that, like probably like seven hundred or something. Holy shit! When did you get that? Catch up. We ran up big tabs. Of catch Holy shit! Oh, you could make a grip of money there. Yeah. Did you guys tip out on sales or tips out there? Tipped out forty eight percent. Get the fuck out of here. Of sales or tips? Tips. Oh, that's 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 insane. They were crooks. They were taken off the top. No, 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 no. That we direct, we tip direct to people. But forty eight percent, Rob. Uh-huh. God, I quit a job where it went up to forty four because I was so hot about it. I thought that was insane. Forty eight. Yeah. Oh, that no. Thanks. We made a lot of money. There was a shot girl running around with a cart. We tip her out. The bar, the food runners, then the bus boys. That's forty eight percent is insane. And the hosts. That's how it got so high. Jesus Christ. Okay. What's the best customer you've ever interacted with? Or, or an example of like the best customer? <laughs> I hate celebrities. Okay. It's Jimmy Fallon. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why? What, did he tip you really well? No. Yeah. I only waited on him one time, but he came in to catch up a lot. Okay. And I'm trying to remember details because it was my roommate. I worked with my roommate at catch up too. Sure. Also from SMU. But I think he had waited on him at like Cheesecake Factory when he worked there previously. Okay. And like... They had come up with like a rapport where he called him like Purr instead of Cooper. Aww. But then he showed up at Ketchup and remembered him and was like, Purr. And I was like, this is so weird. That's lovely. And like was genuine, like so excited to see him every time he came. And I was like, this is so weird. That's really lovely. But that's nice, right? That is very nice. Well, I'm going to tell on Keenan Thompson because I, I, this was the most insanely awesome thing I've ever seen at the store or at the, fuck me, at the comedy club where I work. And last night, Cher was waiting on him and he was low key in the back, wasn't being demanding. I think drank just water and like had a handful of friends with him to just see a couple people there. And uh, his tab was 60 bucks. He took care of the whole thing and he tipped her $500. And she comes up to me and she she's like, this is wrong. She was like, I think he meant to write 65. And she didn't recognize the name. And I was like, I go, girl, that because you could we, the names are printed on the uh, receipt. And I was like, girl, that's Keenan Thompson. And she was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I was like, God bless little innocent share. And I was like, from SNL? And she's like, hmm. And I was like, from all that? And she's a little bit older. So she was like, I don't know. What are you talking about? Like, no, I don't know who any of these people are. And I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure he meant to write $500. And so she enters it. And I was like, but you should probably go say something to him. She went up to him and said something to him. And he was like, oh, yeah, no problem. Like, super humble. And then as he was leaving, I said to him, I was like, hey, you're super funny. Like, 
like I've watched your career like I grew up watching you and he was like oh thank you so much and he like shook my hand and he was like I really appreciate that and I was like also like you're incredibly generous and that matters and he was like oh and he got like super shy and I was like God I love telling on at least the celebrities that do stuff like that because it's so it, that that $500 can change someone's life not in LA I mean that's a drop in the bucket but but it was very lovely I thought what's one piece of advice you would give to customers who interact with customer service workers customers would do mm-hmm. Uh, just, I, I don't recommend asking what someone's favorite thing on the menu is because you don't know what they like. You know, you don't know what if you don't like the same things. <laughs> okay. Like, would you get asked that as a bartender? Oh yeah. Oh All my God. Even worse. Double down on don't do that. What's your favorite drink is worse than your, at least the food. Like, okay, I don't know what they're making in the kitchen. The drinks are all the same drinks you've been having forever. All of your life. Yeah. I own, I always just say whiskey rocks. Do you really? Yeah. Are you kidding? You're like, what's the easiest thing to pour? Or when they're like, rec- I don't do well at the front bar. Um, <laughs> attitude wise. I, I do. I, I'm quick. I'm cordial. Yeah. But like when they're like, just surprise me. I'm like, I don't do that. And they're like, oh, come on. Make me a vodka drink with fruit. I go, I can't because you can't send it back. Like you have to order. You have to say the words so that I can make the drink because it's the only way I do it. Oh my God. That's amazing. Okay. I'm very flexible. Okay. <laughs> Not at all rigid. So your best <laughs> advice would be like, just don't ask us what we were, or don't ask customers, or don't let customers ask what like well, we I, as servers would recommend. Yeah, don't. I'm not saying don't ask for advice. What you recommend, but what's your favorite thing is such an weird, thing. irrelevant question. Not being at work is my favorite thing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> not being being anywhere but here. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> this question's not it. <laughs> You're, you can tell you've studied like you've done uh, classically trained because you are so focused on like language and how people <laughs> that's I think awesome. it's my dad's fault too he was like uh, arguing with him was the worst he'd be like oh whatever and he'd be like I don't even know what you mean because you said this instead of that and you're uh, like you know you're the like, preposition was wrong and I'm like shut up <laughs> except I was just crying so I couldn't say that <laughs> I think that's part of that that's yep <laughs> we're good at it okay so how can people get in touch with you Rob like what are you in what shows can people see you on what products are you hawking commercially basically like how do people get eyes on you well you could see Runaways Ooh, season okay. one Okay. I ask for a chair. Okay. Amazing. Don't blink. <laughs> uh, on Instagram, it's Rob VG. Don't do a lot on there. A little bit more recently. Uh, Rob the Waitress on Twitter. It's <laughs> amazing. Because I was the first male cocktail male server. Cocktail ser- male waitress. Male waitress. I used to be okay. called Mantris by some people. Mantris. Okay. And uh, I mean, what else? I don't know. Give your phone number out because people Search are. Search my really name. Cool. It's nine. <laughs> Can you spell it so people know how to spell it? It's Rob R-O-B. the Waitress or? No. <laughs> it's good because I can't spell waitress. You're an asshole. Um, no. But you're R-O-B-E-R-T. Okay. And then the last name would probably be harder. V-A-N. Space. Like, like the car. Van. Space. Space. G-U-E-L-P-E-N. It's a Dutch name. I think oh. the Dutch would be like Vergupen. <laughs> okay. Well, no one's saying it like that here. Um, <laughs> well, we're going to drop your checks now. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to help us out here at Service From Hell, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and tell your friends to listen. It will help us reach more people that need to be schooled in the art of being uh, kind and be catharsis for those of us still working in the industry. If you want to get in touch with us here at Service From Hell, send us send us your receipts to Service Hell. Front. Wow. Mm. Mm. Gotta do that again. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us here at Service from Hell, send us your receipts at servicefromhellpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, if you can't afford a tip, you can't afford to go out. So don't be garbage and be good to people. It's easier that way. Thanks for coming, Rob. We appreciate you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks we're, for having me. <laughs> we're going to get out of here. Good night, guys. Bye.